Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. For those of you who follow me on Facebook, you probably know that our boat was stolen this past week, actually on Thanksgiving Day, to wake up on Thanksgiving morning and look out at the beautiful lake and all that God has given us, and to hear my husband say, hey, somebody stole my boat. I thought he was kidding. This is like something I'd do to him on April Fool's Day. And he said, it's gone. And I said, are you going to call the police? And he said, well, of course. So we spent Thanksgiving morning before we uh, were to have (laughs) a little trip down to Tampa to the other side of the Peppers family. And so we didn't think we would be late. We took everything in stride, so to speak. But when the police came out here and we started to file a report, all of a sudden, Bud said, Hey, it's Cody. One of our good friends from a church we used to go to was on the police force. And it was good to see Cody. He's a brand new daddy. His wife has some health issues. And so we just got all caught up on that. And it made the theft a little bit easier to bear, if you know what I mean. Then one of the guys that was with him said, oh, we got to get a picture. And I thought, oh, he's going to get a picture of the theft scene where the boat was. And he said, With this alligator, we have a fake 100-pound alligator in our yard, and it has its mouth open, and it's very realistic. I was afraid they stole the alligator. That's what I really cared about. But there it was, and he got a picture with that. And by the time they left, we were halfway laughing. But then we had that little ride down to Tampa. So we have the police force file the report, and all we have to worry about is probably not ever hearing anything again, right? I mean, we live on a lake that is connected to four other lakes. There are literally thousands upon thousands of boats all up and down the waterways, and you could pull that boat out anywhere. I mean, it was not that heavy. It was a lightweight. It had the motor and everything, but it was Bud's fishing boat. So the first thing we talked about, he said, I hope they get whoever did this. And I said, well, you can get another boat if you really want one. He said, that's not it. He said, I can't believe that there are people who steal. Now, my husband was raised in a very good household, and he was raised to believe that people were basically good, that there was not really this evil streak in people, because I couldn't believe it when I first met my husband. I thought he was too good to be true. He didn't lie. He didn't cheat. He didn't steal. I mean, I was Miss Conniver of the world, and I had done all of the above, and I would have been the one that was taking the boat, even if I didn't want to you know, take it out on the water. I would have taken it just as a joke. So anyway, on the ride down to Tampa, he got to vent a little bit. And not wanting to think that people were evil is basically what he thought. But then he got to thinking about it and said, I really do hope they catch whoever did this. And I said, what are you going to do? He said, well, I'm going to have them prosecuted. That's what I said. And I said, well, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. 
And that's what I said. He said, I know, I know. Well, in the meantime, I looked up what that is and where it is. And here's the actual quote. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. So many times we quote this passage and sometimes we don't even know what it always means. Well, it means God's going to take care of it. That's what I was saying. Don't have to worry about it. God will take care of it. But there's another verse that follows this that I hadn't ever really looked at until this popped up. And then it says, therefore, if thine enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him to drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire upon his head. Do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. That's Romans twelve nineteen. So the purpose of the passage is not really about threatening. It's not really about wanting to get revenge. The purpose of the passage is to see that good can come out of bad. So when we say and hear all of this and we do what we want God to do, here's what it says in Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and the opening of prison to those who are bound. Now, Many of you know that I do jail ministry, at least I did until COVID hit. Now they won't let us go in there. But most people would say, well, if anybody does wrong, they ought to go to jail and just serve their time. But shouldn't it really be that they should go to jail to be restored so that they won't return and do time again? I mean, the door is revolving, even here in this, you know, small part of Florida in the central part where people are basically not so, you know, inclined to commit crime. There's still this jail and there's still ministry to be done because people need to know right from wrong. Well, everybody knows that. Yeah, I know they do. But you don't think about it when you want some money. You don't think about it when you're hurting. You just want to do what you can do to get what you can get. And so we won't go into detail about what the person is like that had the boat. We didn't get to meet them. I hope I do someday. But the main thing is it was found in a way that was not even meant to be found. The police were called to a town neighboring us, across the lake actually, to a house that was a nice house in a nice neighborhood, not a place that you'd find a boat in the backyard because they weren't even close to the lake. So when the police brought the boat back Last night, yes, it's back here again, and they towed it, and they brought it to us, and it's right there by the other boat. We don't want to say vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, anymore, because wouldn't you like to meet that person, I said to Bud? Wouldn't you like to know who took this? And his first thought is, yeah, I'd like to meet him, all right. I'd give him a piece of my mind. But the only word in the gospel for the word punishment With regard to God, punishing evildoers, that is, is the word K-O-L-A-S-I-S, which according to Aristotle, who knew Greek, means better than anybody who ever walked the planet. No, it doesn't. It means it's a kind of punishment which is inflicted in the interest of the sufferer. In other words, to make them better. 
So better or bitter? Do you want vengeance? Do you want revenge? Or do you just want to know who did it and what could possibly come out of this? What good could possibly come out of a stolen boat? Well, the only thing that I think could come out of it is if we ever got to meet the person, I believe that Bud and I are the kind of people that would like to pray with him or her, would like to say, you know what, why don't you come on over and we'll give you a ride in our big boat, or God, what would you have us do? So I don't know. I know it sounds too good to be true, and it sounds like a fairy tale, and oh, you're just a bunch of do-gooders. No bud would like to pow zoom him to the moon. I mean, that was his boat and his motor. We had driven all the way down south of Tampa to get that boat four years ago. Brand new. (laughs) We could go on and on. It's just a boat, but that's not just another person. I know it's somebody who was a thief. I know what else was going on there at their house, and I know that God will, and already has, probably got them behind bars. But there's also something else I know. There are a lot of people that are even listening right now that are behind self-imposed bars. We have put ourselves in this own prison of fear, or of shame, or of anger, or of regret, or of hurt, whatever it is. There's only one who can truly vindicate us, and there's only one who can truly set us free. And that is the one who gave his life that you and I might live forever. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's right. Would I want that thief that stole our boat to have everlasting life? Do I want him to have a relationship with Christ? You betcha. And I do. And if I ever have opportunity, I will. I mean, Bud and I have been on death row seeing people that only had a couple of hours left to live. And I think of that, but that's another story for another day. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt, and thank God today for your freedom. If you're behind self-imposed bars, ask him to free you. He will. He did me. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.